Thank you for joining me today. Again, this week I'm joined by my homie, G the Beatnik from the Straight No Chaser podcast. So strap in. This is a better pickup line. The podcast. All right, thanks for joining me today. As I mentioned, I got my homie, G the Beat Nick, from the Straight No Chaser podcast joining me again this week. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling lovely, beautiful, and looking it too. Ah, that's debatable. <laughs> that's, I knew you were going to that, that. That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I'm feeling real good, man. A, little, a lot of life changes going on, and I'm feeling real good about those choices right now. You know, I'm going to ask you to do this at the beginning of... Normally, we, we do these kind of things at the end, but we're going to do this at this, the beginning, too. This ain't going to be no su- surprise questioning, is it? No. This is I'm just going to ask you to tell the people how to find you real quick. Oh, okay. Well, my address is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you want to find me, you can find me on Facebook at G the Beatnik. That's G-T-H-E-B-E-A-T-N-I-K. Um, that's Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can go to the website, thestraightnochasershow.com. Subscribe. Love, like, share, and that's where you can find me. Or you can Google me, actually. I was surprised. I'm actually Googleable. Yeah, you're Googleable. Is that Google. a word? Yeah. It, it, well, we making it a word. It's a word now. I'm Googleable. Okay. So Google me. So, now, in my podcast, you know, I deal a lot of uh, with a lot of uh, preparation things. Yes, preparing right. to find a wife, how to, you know, find a wife or a husband, um, and, you know, how do you go about receiving the mate that God has for you? hmm So, I want to bring in some of your just... Natural wisdom, your natural <laughs> experience. Okay, I don't know if it was natural. You know what I mean. I guess yeah, you, I guess. you know, you know what I mean. Yes, sir. So, what are some things now? Because there are people who have heard, you know, my philosophy. Mm-hmm. But let's bring in some of your your groundedness too. Okay, what are some things you would say if you were to do this all over again? Mm-hmm looking for a wife or whatever, what are some things that you would say are absolutely important? Because there are people who need to understand just the practical things. Okay. So let me get this right. The, the absolutely unacceptable, not unacceptable, but what I'm not willing to compromise. Yeah. What's essential to you? Okay. Essential to me. um, We'll we'll start with physically. Okay. You know, because let's just be, let's just be honest. Physical attraction is as important, or not as important, but it's important to people, regardless of what you may think. Oh, that couple doesn't look, you know, whatever. Physical attraction, you have to be attracted to a person. So right. with me, I don't have a preference. I don't have a, you know, light skin, dark skin, race, or whatever. But she has to be a female, you know. But right. um, I don't have a preference, preference of that. So that's changed with me, whereas before... You could probably line up all the ladies that I've dated, and they all pretty much have looked the same in some form of fashion. It's kind of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But um, physically, I want them to be attractive to me because I, if, if I'm going to marry them, I got to wake up and I got to look at them. Let's just be one So what about people who say things like, well, you know, you're not trying to marry a beauty queen. Physical attraction, you know, is it's is not as important as what's on the inside. I, for some people, I, I don't I don't think that's a lie. 
I don't think that's a lie at all. You know what I'm saying? If you and y'all feel, hear the homie Bravo Charlie that's Bull Bravo in the background. In the background. <laughs> but if you feel that way, that's fine. I don't judge people that feel that way. That's just how you feel. You see what I'm saying? That's that's your preference. And if it's your preference, that's fine. However, you have to understand that you're limiting yourself. How so? Because there could be somebody out there that's absolutely amazing, that's spiritually connected with you emotionally, Mm -hmm. that are on the same level with you, grinding with you, supports you. And all it is is, you know, they just don't look like what you normally used to dating. Or what you would call your preference. Sometimes changing your preference, you'll find the perfect mate. Okay. So now saying that though, do you think, but you're not saying that you should be unattracted to them. Right. If you're unattracted to somebody that's, and 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 you like everything else about them, that it, it will become a problem. I believe it. that's just my opinion. Cause you remember, you, you know how, uh, Back in the day in the church, right? You know, you have all of those church pimps that would come. The Lord said, "You're supposed to be my 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 wife." You I know? was a different kind of church pimp. I know <laughs> you were, but but you remember that, right? Yeah, I remember that. And so that. now people were concerned. Like, wait a minute, is God going to send me? Does God want me to marry somebody I'm not attracted to that I really don't like? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And how do you feel about it? Because I feel this is how I feel about it. I feel like whatever God has for you, you would be thoroughly pleased with. Even like you say, even if you changed some of your preferences that really don't matter. Right. But what you got, you're like, yo, I I really, really like this. This right. is not like medicine. It's right. like candy. Right. That's good for me. Right, right, right. <laughs> Tastes like candy. <laughs> Sorry. <But> Ow. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so physically, you know, those are one of the things that's important to me. Um, support for uh, anything that I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I found in past relationships, there was support, but it was only support because we were in a relationship, Mm. not because they support the actual product. So it sounds like you're saying you want to have a bit of a shared purpose. Yes. I want want a partner, not Mm -hmm. a companion. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Somebody that can give me ideas or tell them, like, now nah, that podcast was whack or whatever the case may be, you know, or, hey, I know this new program I heard about, you know, it might help you out in this area. So support is very important to me because with um, going on, uh, I guess it's two and a half years sobriety, I'm very, 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 I, I think support is number two on my list as far as important. So it sounds like. When you define support, you're defining it more than just being my cheerleader. Mm -hmm. You're defining support as somebody who is pitching in with the understanding of where we're going. Right. And it's funny you bring up cheerleader because a cheerleader, they only cheerlead in the game. Right. After the game is over, they're back to doing what they're doing. They're students. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't need somebody to be my cheerleader when I'm recording a podcast and then when it's done and over with, they don't think nothing about it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, no, I, I don't want a cheerleader. I want somebody that is going to be there when the podcast is down, when I have no ideas, when I have no, uh, when I when my mic is out or whatever the case may be, as in I would do the same thing with her in return. Because mm-hmm. in that support, when you support each other like that, that's a, that's a level of love that I've yet to, to, to accomplish. Right. You see what I'm saying? Whereas... Hey, man, well, you're just as excited about her idea. She wants to open up uh, a, a fashion uh, or a boutique of some sort. Mm-hmm. And you're on the Internet looking for stuff for her, mm-hmm. not because you feel obligated, because you're just as excited about her project as she is about yours. So support is is is, is very important to me. That's one of the things that is absolutely necessary. You don't have to be overly supportive, if you understand what I mean. 
but just be there for me as I will be there for you and and you know just let me know when it's whack man <laughs> you know what I'm now, saying? does that support only extend to the mission or does that also extend to let's say emotional and psychological things oh, in, in all aspects in all okay. aspects uh emotionally you know it's, uh just keeping it straight no chaser as i as i as i try to all the time um i'm on panic attack medication and stuff like that so i need somebody that says you know what we'll find another option mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying instead of just popping a pill in my mouth so you'd be all right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um spiritually of course i need that spiritual support we need to be on the same level well I can't say on the same level. We need to be growing together. You see what I'm saying? She might be a little bit ahead of me spiritually where I might be a little bit on a lower level or vice versa. But there needs to be a support system to where, hey, you know, this is what I've learned. This mm-hmm. is what I'm this is what somebody taught me. What do you think? That's mm-hmm. isn't that study time, reading together, uh discovering God together, discovering different ventures together as far as what God wants us to do. So support in every aspect is is important because it it builds on relationships it's almost like you know putting putting the bricks together to a house and like okay boom we got to the top now let's build another house right and you said something that that i thought was key when you said headed in the same direction going mm-hmm. the same place mm-hmm. um because i feel like a, you know there are relationships that are struggling and i want to know what you think about this yeah. there are relationships that are struggling because it's it's as if two people met in dallas yeah. right one person is going to L.A. Uh-huh. and the other person is going to New York, but uh-huh. they like each other, so they end up staying in Dallas, and neither of them actually get to where they want it to go. Right. Those types of relationships, in my opinion, and I'm no doctor, are based off of pure feelings. Right. How you feel about a person. Not logic, not reason, and dare I say, not God. Right. You know what I'm saying, and that's just again my opinion. When when you make emo- uh, I, even in my past relationships, I made a lot of emotional decisions to be with somebody mm-hmm. in the same city that wasn't the person for me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying, and and you know who in particular I'm talking about. But yeah. they were genuine, a genuine good person. It wasn't no you know cheating, wasn't no um, you know disrespect or anything of that nature. But we just wasn't going the same direction and that's where you should have put that person in the lane of a very good friend right you know what i'm saying but the physical attraction Uh the conversations Uh it draws people to 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 the out for lack of a better way of putting it the wrong person for them Mm -hmm. just because i like talking to her or Mm -hmm. him i i enjoy their company you know but oh i'm i'm going into the business of um Becoming a vegan. I want to be a vegan. Well, I'm opening up a meat market. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Just to use that as an example of going in different directions. I don't think you have to have the the same common goal as far as if I'm going into the podcast and she's going into radio. But I think it has to be some kind of interest. And some kind of some kind of similarity in it. You say you, you say your your overall life course has to at least dovetail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, ha- it has to be. It has to be some. I don't want to say has to be because that would make it. There's no other way. Right. But for for me, it's a preference. Right. And for some people, they could deal with that. Some people think that the opposites attract thing really works for them. And it does. For some people, you got people that are complete and total opposites, but when they're together, they're one. Mm-hmm. Like like we, we have a homie that we used to know yeah. that we, we don't hang out with anymore. Yeah. Um but the way that he was 
you know, when he got married, he just needed somebody that was just going to be there. Right. It, nothing else really mattered. It's right. just like, is she, is she here? Cool. Right. Right. All right, I got somebody here with me. Right. And for him, that was good. Whereas for you and I, we were both like, I need more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm just saying that goes to your point that sometimes you have to be cognizant of what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may not need as much support as you say that you need. Yeah. But even still, when you look at them, you still feel, feel like, well, they're kind of going in the same direction, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even and even then with with what I notice in uh, in my past relationships is I've I've had I've well this is the reason why I've been single for so long because now I'm starting to figure out okay the the wants aren't as important as the needs and mm-hmm. just for me I speak for me I, I make that clear every time because mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to think this is doctrine doctrine or whatever but for me I'm separating my needs and my wants and I'm starting to discover that my needs, the support and all the, uh, you know, the physical thing isn't really a need. It's a want, but the support, the like mindedness, things of that nature, it's attracting people to me that would have, I would have never been attracted to or would have never been attracted to me, I should say. Right. You see what I'm saying? And it's, it's bringing people into my life that I'm like, wow, I would have, if I would have passed you in the street, I would have, I would have probably tried to talk to you, but in general conversation, we probably wouldn't went nowhere. Mm-hmm. But my, 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 my thinking has changed and my, um, Future future goals as far as what I want to do in my life has changed. You know what I'm saying? So now when I meet people, the the conversation is way different. Like what? It's an adult conversation. Like I tell, mm-hmm. I say on my podcast, I'm learning this adulting thing now. I'm 38 <laughs> years old. I've dated. I'm a I'm a habitual dater. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Bravo could, could could attest to that. Yep. I've never been without a girlfriend. Right or girlfriends. Right, you see what I'm saying. I think and the S is, is the S is, is more. It's more. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a little bit more accurate. <laughs> and just keeping it all the way 100. But now, now that I'm single, I'm having the hardest time finding a mate because of the fact that I've eliminated my old way of thinking, and now this new way of thinking is attracting the new people. But I'm having a hard time. But you know what? That that that's, that's important though, because one of the things I'm Especially in upcoming episodes of mm. my podcast, and I've I've done a few already, mm. where one of the things that I want to impress upon my audience is that if you keep meeting the same type of people, it's usually your thought process. Yeah. It's usually what you're giving off, and a lot of times people don't realize what they are giving off. Yeah. You know, I remember just all the way one hundred, mm-hmm. right? I remember it was ten, fifteen years ago, and I was like, "Hey, man, gee," I said, "Man." You get all the women that just want to throw draws that you just, no strings attached. I said, women want to throw me draws, but it's strings attached. I said, what's up with that? Women want to throw you wedding rings at right. that time. <laughs> right. They were I slinging said, rings at you, boy. Right. I was, like, I was like, what's up with that? And it yeah. was like, but that's what you give off, though. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Where it's like, if you want it to be like me, yeah, it could happen. Yeah. But, and on the flip side. Yeah. When a, when a woman says, oh, there's no good men or whatever, you continually attract that situation where you find the no good men. Yeah. If you're a guy who thinks that all women are hoes and sluts, you will attract right. the hoes, you know, the hoes and sluts, whatever term right. you want to use. Yeah. Thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah. 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 We got it. We got to use millennial term. Okay. Ter- yes. Yeah, so let's, let's go with thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> we used to call them skeezers. <laughs> no. No. Back in the day, it was hoochie. You know, Hoochies. The hoochie. The scallywags. <laughs> <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs> but you know, so it, it's. 
and these are the things that, that, that what you're talking about are important is how you think. And, and when you talked about the needs versus wants, it's yeah. determining what is actually a need to you and what is just a desire. Now, yeah. The cool thing about God is God doesn't just want to give you what you need. He mm-hmm. wants to give you what you like and yeah. have what you like meet your needs. So I will say to people who are listening who I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But for some who may not, don't get to the point where you feel like you have to eliminate everything that right. you like. Right, right, That right. is not what he's saying. Right. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. But uh, what, But the thing about it is in searching for a new mate, what, what I found is for lack of a better way of putting it, I stopped searching. Right. I just start I started to be more open because you know me, every 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 female I've dated has been in my circle and and has known somebody that known somebody that known somebody that I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm venturing out into people I have have no connection with anybody and getting to know people and and that's where the challenge is where it's like you you don't think anything like I think. Right. Which can be selfish. You see what I'm saying? But now looking at past relationships and and uh, coming back to the point that you had made where God gives you your wants, what I wanted in the past, I got. Right. And it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. You know, Mm -hmm. let's be honest, your boy, my body count. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm just going to be 100. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We don't have to tell the number. You know, (laughs) oh, I can't, I won't, I refuse. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But but now that this change, this change of thinking, of course, with the help of of, of you and and watching my my brothers be married for thirteen years and and all this all these great examples I've had and being sober and being sober, the clearer mind, the clearer thoughts. It's like okay, I started to notice the things that I wanted. I really didn't want. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like no, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I want this. It's like what you spend your time looking at can influence your desires. Yes. And that's what exactly what it did or what it was. And so now I'm at a point where, you know, I'm conversing with with some people and and discovering that, okay, this finding a mate thing is a lot more harder for me because it was so much easier for me in the past. Because now in finding a mate, I'm looking for, for um, what's the song? Looking for forever. You, know, <laughs> you really brought that out. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas before, I was looking for right now. six months. I needed a good six months. Well, I, I, yeah. okay. I, because most of my relationships have, well, they weren't, well, really, I guess they I was, weren't relationships. Well, I guess I I guess in my, in my mind, six months is for right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, that was, yeah, pretty much. So now look, in looking for forever something that's permanent, I'm looking in, in, through different scopes. I'm looking, in, I'm thinking differently. I'm listening differently. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to what they're saying differently, and I'm giving back feedback. Whereas before, being an alcoholic, I was very selfish. I got what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And if you couldn't provide it for me, you were of no use, whether it was sexually, emotionally, even spiritually, financially, things of that nature. Now it's like I want to give and what I want from you really is what what's in your head, what's in your heart. That's what I want from you now. So I got two questions. For, you know, the last two questions. Okay. First one is from a guy's perspective. Okay. Now for for our listeners, when when, when me and G first became friends, what twenty something years ago? You didn't have to say that. Well, whatever. <laughs> it, 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 it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I knew the word. Yep. 
G heard, knew the ladies. I heard of the word. Right. <laughs> you was you was much further along than you give yourself credit for, but yeah. But you knew the ladies. Yeah. Um, and you didn't necessarily teach me how to talk to them as much as you just kind of helped boost my confidence. To right. Well, all, all I did was was just just I wouldn't even say teach was just tell you look just open your mouth just be you say say what right. you would normally say. So now there are guys like I said I want the practical. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like man I'm I'm nervous about talking to a female. Right. And if they're sitting down with Counselor G, mm-hmm. or as we used to call you, Sensei. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be the Sensei. Sensei. Oh, man. What would you What would you tell them to kind of help them? Because, again, I'm teaching the philosophy and the, the spiritual, but right. they may need a little practical of how to how do I how do, do the, the, the beginning process. Yeah, the beginning. I just need to talk. Well, this is this is my thing. In order to talk to a woman, you have to open your mouth. That's 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 number one. Because but I'm scared. You man. be you no. You be amazed at how many people will will stare at a woman wanting to talk to her and creep her out, and she'll walk away. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you, if there's a lady that you're interested in, if it's somebody that, let's say it's a stranger. Okay. The best approach to me would just to be completely honest. Say hey. Don't don't use don't don't steal my lines. All right? Don't steal my lines. But <laughs> hey, I think hey, I don't know you. Um, I apologize if I've appro- approached you at an inappropriate time. But I would like to get to know you a little bit better. I think you're a beautiful individual. My name is such and such. Da 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 da. You give information to a woman okay. instead of asking for information because the more you ask, the more she thinks you're trying to get something out of her. Right. So you give her you give her your number. You don't ask for her number. So really? here's my number. You call me if you're interested in going out on a date, having some, or matter of fact, don't ever, ever, this is what I would say. Don't ever go out on a night date. Ask her for a breakfast date. Wow. Women love that because the intention is not to go home at night. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So ask for a lunch date. So you're trying to make her feel safe. Trying to make her feel safe. Okay. You know, in the beginning process, when you're trying to get to know a woman, try to make her feel safe. And then that that it should make you feel a little bit more comfortable because there's no pressure of trying to think of something to say to try to impress her. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Not with the money, the clothes or whatever, but try to make her feel safe by saying, "Hey, I'm just a regular guy trying to talk to you and I'm going to give you my information." When you give a woman the option, she likes that. So, th- th- does this work cuz remember I used to I used to be that nervous Nelly, right? Right. Right. I used to get in and get out. Right. I did with you know, like what you're talking about. Hey, I'm yeah. direct. Da, 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 da. Hey, I just want you know wording. Wording is everything. Right, yeah. right. The wording is everything. Yeah. But you know, you just hey, look, I'm interested in you. I would like to. Is is it possible that I can have some time to talk to you? You right. know. And once she gave me a number, I'm I'm gone. Yeah. Because at that point, I don't want to say anything else to make this weird, stupid. We're, we're just regrouping. See, later. once you get once you get the phone number or give the phone number, then you continue small talk. Ah. You can say like, so what is it you do? Oh, well, see, I, I would work. I would do that later. Yeah, you do it right then and there because you wanted her to walk away with a memory of you. Besides, I gave this guy, Mister Lot, my number. You want her to walk away like he has a podcast and he's a he's an author. Wow, that's a guy I'd like to know. You leave her with information. You leave her with the memory that that makes her want to come back and call you and find out find out more about. Now, you. I would say I, I would actually use that advice today because. Yeah. Most of the time when I was doing that, we was 16 or 17. So yeah, it, yeah, was they, there was nothing so. interesting to, yeah. for me to say. Nothing. That, I was like, yo, what's the size bra you at, baby? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's here's the last major question. Okay. okay? Women mm-hmm. looking for their husband, right? 
Oh, I, I don't know if I'm. I try you're, my best. You're qualified. Okay. Now I have a a very strong stance on this. I'm just not sharing it right now. Okay. 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 Um, it's probably different than what people think. Okay. There are women out there who feel like it is completely and totally inappropriate uh-huh. to ever approach a man. Okay. For conversation. And I'm asking you this because there are women who feel like I want to find a man. There's, I like Johnny down the street or whatever. Right. Should I ever say something at all? Yeah. And you see these other women, they call men, these hoes out here winning. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the so, question? So the question is, how should they approach? How should they approach uh, Yeah. Are they, they is it okay for them to approach? Mm-hmm. Ever speak up and say something, okay. or should they just sit in the corner and be quiet and just <clears throat> wait, hoping that somebody comes and talks to them? Well, that that depends on what type of woman we're dealing with. Okay, I, it can't I, it can't be flat across the board. Just like with the men, the information I gave that's not flat across the board. There's some different ways of approaching. Absolutely. With women, we ha- there there's a stronger gender role thing that goes on with it. Right now, I feel that with the power, even with social media. There's nothing wrong with a woman approaching a man. And if you're going to approach a man, a woman has to look deep. Well, not look deep, but sit back and watch how he interacts. Mm-hmm. And that will determine how you approach him. If you got a guy on on on, on a social media site that's, you know, um, always talking about money or flexing his money or whatever, if that's the kind of guy you're interested in, then you know your approach. Mm-hmm. But if you... If you find a guy that's, you know, a little bit more spiritual and and maybe into the things that you are in, if you want to approach him, the best way to approach a man, well, one of the best ways, in my opinion, to approach a man is to simply say hello. Because once you say that, the, a man, a, we're simple-minded beings. Yep. Once you say, hello, my name is Stacy, such and such and such and such. I enjoy your, um, your, your podcast. podcast or this, that, and the third. Or if we're in public... And you say, hey, my name is Stacy. I've noticed you. And, you know, this is weird for me. Men love that. <laughs> or even a, I like your shoes. I, I mean, like just whatever. Yeah, start off with something. Men like compliments just as much as women yep. do. Say, boy, them must, where you get them J's from? Oh, man, you know, this is anything. You oh, look okay, good da, 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 da. today. You, you like that. Exactly. So start off with start off with something that you notice about him. Because a man likes to be noticed. Just like a woman. And if you notice something and and then the conversation starts to grow a little bit further, then you say, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind talking to you on a, you know, would you like to have dinner sometime, breakfast, brunch, whatever? You know, here's my number. You decide if you want to call me or not. More than likely, we're going to call because yeah. we're men mm-hmm. or whatever. But get the idea out of your head that you can't approach a man or you shouldn't approach a man because that limits you to possibly finding that mate Mm -hmm. because it doesn't people have it stuck in their in their head that it has to be one way man approaches you he gets on his knee he asks you to marry you and and, and then that's how it is it's not like that anymore it hasn't been like that for years it's never been like that i can agree with that And, and here's the thing again you all are catching a little bit of transparency for me in the sense that yes i've always known what to do i've always been good at at romancing if you want to use those terms yeah for me it was i was just nervous at the beginning yeah and you can attest to that yeah yeah and i would ask questions all day well what is it that you're doing i would ask you and i would ask bravo charlie sitting right here Mm -hmm. and the one thing that i learned is this 
everybody thinks, and I had a homie, uh, we were going through some training. All these guys was looking at this particular female, right? Uh-huh. I happened to look away. He came in the room like five minutes later. I happened to look away, look over. He's over there talking to her. Yeah. That's, hey, man, what's up with that? He was like, hey, man, this is, this is, this is my philosophy. If I look at a female and she don't make a funny face at me, yeah. I figure it's okay for me to talk. <laughs> and, and, and the point that I'm making is this. Everybody <laughs> thinks that dudes make the first move. Yeah. And from me talking to you and just learning, we don't. Yeah. We are actually responding to the cues that are given. Yes. And ladies, what you got to realize too is that you are more females are more sensitive to nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. Guys aren't as sensitive. Right. The ones that are very sensitive are the ones that are most successful. <laughs> right. 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 Um, so what you think is obvious, you think that little hair flip that you did was obvious. It might not have been obvious to that mm-hmm. dude sitting over there. He yeah. might be rationalizing it away. Yeah. And so you have to be a little more obvious just to to send the signal that says it's okay to approach me. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about it is we went out one, one day. This was 10 years ago, I believe, maybe mm-hmm. even longer. And you said to me after, he says, you know what? He says, you're not, you said, you're not dumb. You're, you're not paying attention. He says, yeah. I sat and I saw like 20 different females that was yeah. interested in you, but you weren't paying attention. Yeah. yeah. It, and so ladies realize that you are the one that actually does initiate because guys, we're just responding yeah. to what we see. Yeah. And, and it's all, and really between that and timing. Yeah. Timing is everything. Cause you could be interested in somebody for weeks and it's just not the time to approach them, but engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, sometimes it's that first conversation where you could talk to them and get the number, and y'all go from there. Sometimes it's weeks. I had one particular person that I talked to for months via Facebook, just yeah. conversation. And then was, one day it was like, "Hey, you know what? Why don't I give you my number? You call me sometimes." She said, "Okay, cool." And then we started talking ever since. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So timing, opportunity, and really listening and talking. Yeah. And responding. Hey, man, you know what? I appreciate your wisdom, man. Your practical wisdom today, man. Man, Uh, I don't know if it's wisdom. Nah, it's wisdom in the the application of knowledge. So. What'd that mean? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I appreciate you having me, though, bro. Yeah. um, So with that, we're just going to go ahead and close out the show. And again, tell people how to reach you one more time. One more time. You can find me on Facebook, G The Beat Nick. You can find me on Instagram, Straight No Chaser Official. You can find me on my website where all that information is, the straightnochasershow.com. Hit me up, subscribe. I'm on iTunes. You can listen to the podcast and listen to my man's podcast as well because I listen to it and and I'm almost jealous. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but 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 being the G that I be, you know, I get over it quickly. So you do your thing, man. I appreciate your show, and it's a great show, man. We go do this what once a week. Yeah, let's we'll make get together once a week. Yeah. I think next week I got uh, it's, it's gonna be my turn. Yeah, and I, I, I'm gonna put you under the fire, bro. Let's do it. All right, all right. Thanks, man. Well, that's our show for today. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my social media accounts at Jr. and on Instagram it's Dell.Lot. or you can reach out to me through my blog, abetterpickupline.com, and inbox me your questions there. Now, before we leave, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Number one, subscribe. 
Whether you're listening through iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite pod catcher is, make sure you subscribe. The second thing, help me spread the word. If you're consuming this podcast through Facebook or YouTube, like, share, comment. Make sure you tell somebody who you think this podcast would be a benefit to. The third thing I'm asking you to do is visit dellot.org. If you'd like to invite me out to your church, your convention, your conference, your organization, whatever your function is, you would like me to come out and speak. You can find all the information on dellot.org. As well, there's information about my book, In That Land, A Seed Time and Harvest Approach to Finding a Wife. And I'm going to ask you to purchase that today. And with that being said, I want you to have a great and awesome day. And join me next time on a better pickup line, the podcast.